0: Hey, guys, it's Naylor. If you wanted another way to show your support for the LCR Media Podcast, I put together some merch just for the LCR Media Podcast's exclusive hoodies, stickers, and some other merchandise that you can check out in the show notes. You can also go on the YouTube channel at LCR and see the visuals underneath any video that you play. You can see exactly what this merchandise looks like. So go ahead and check that out if you want to show support for the show. I definitely appreciate you listening, leaving those five-star rating reviews, and additionally, maybe picking up some gear. Thanks, guys.
1: Here we go.
0: Well, thanks for listening to the LCR Media Podcast, where we get to know the pros. I'm your host, Naylor Taliaferro, LCR. And on today's IBG episode, I wanted to touch base on something I addressed over on Instagram at Lawn Care Rookie uh, last week. Um, For those of you that have employees or are thinking about getting employees, this is just a, a leadership topic that I wanted to address, you know, a short episode, nothing too crazy. Uh, Just based on my experiences kind of over a lifetime of managing employees. So those of you that don't know anything about my story or if you're listening to this, listening to me and my story for the first time, one, thank you. I appreciate it. Definitely go ahead and um, leave a comment uh, or or a five-star rating review or a comment on my Instagram posts uh, for this, this episode of the LCR Media Podcast. I definitely appreciate it. Let me know it's your first time here and everything, and I appreciate you listening. Uh, but if you haven't heard my story, I've been in my basically my whole working life prior to lawn care. I was in retail management specifically, so that was over 15 years. I mean, I started out not as management. I started out, you know, just like as a sales associate, like anybody else in college, um, and just kind of worked my way up through the ranks. But that was you know, within a year or two after working in retail at the Gap is where I started out um, to be specific. And, and, and I worked my way up through the ranks and the whole rest of the time frame, I was in management, you know, all different levels of management from Supervisor, you know, floor supervisor, stock supervisor, assistant manager, associate manager, general store manager. That's pretty much as far as I went. I never went to like a district manager level or anything like that. I thought about it, but at that time, I I was, you know, I had young, a young daughter at the time. Then we wanted to have another child. And, you know, my, my life was kind of going in one direction and retail was going in a totally different direction. Uh, and I didn't want to get too carried away with myself. So I just kind of stayed at the store level. So, but ultimately, I've managed uh, thousands of employees over the 15 plus years that I was in retail management. And I definitely learned a lot, a lot of ups and downs and uh, a lot of things that I can carry over to my lawn and, land care, uh, my lawn and landscape uh, industry, my business, my lawn care business and a lot of things are directly correlated, but not everything, you know, converts over. There's still a lot of, there's a learning curve, a lot of things that I had to kind of adjust and pivot and get used to from a lawn care perspective. As I started hiring employees, it's obviously different types of employees that you're going to be looking for, you know, uh, someone that you're looking to be a cashier versus someone you're, you know, thinking about trying to have work outside to trim and mow and all that kind of stuff, grass, that, that those are, typically two different types of people you know uh, it could be one and the same but traditionally you know it's gonna be two different people so th- there's a little bit of learning curve there and and adjusting to the type of people that I'm used to looking for uh, over the years in retail but there are a lot of things that still transfer over so what I wanted to focus on was a leadership skill that those of us that are owners obviously that were are probably listening to this if if we are struggling or we want to put our best foot forward with our team, with one employee or multiple employees. This is just something that has been brought to light that I wanted to share and something that I've just done naturally um, over the years, uh, over you know my lifetime really, but then even recently uh, in my lawn care business. And that's really that it's... It, so I'll, I'll, I'll let me actually go in a little bit into my Instagram story from last week. Uh, for those of you that, that didn't Watch that and it's gone now. so what I and what I basically was talking about uh, was that uh, I was talking about my schedule uh, for lawn care and how we typically do because I, I spent a Friday treating yards um, by myself, you know going out and putting down pre-emergent and all that the second round for our properties that we take care of. And I was saying that normally we try to do Monday through Thursday is our schedule for mowing. And then we leave Friday open for treating yards, trimming shrubs, you know, um, obviously make up for rain delays and things like that throughout the week or equipment breakdowns or whatever. Uh, Friday is kind of like that catch all day. This way we don't have to necessarily always work on a Saturday to get caught up and all that kind of stuff. So with that being said... Very rarely works out because there's usually rain or, like I said, equipment breakdowns or employee issues or whatever the scenario is. It seems like we end up having to use Friday as a catch-up day. It doesn't leave a whole lot of extra time for me to treat yards. So you know that's kind of been a roadblock for the past, or I guess it's been a a sticking point for my business over the past couple of years, especially as I gain more and more clients to fertilize and, and take care of the weeds and all that and treat their yards. It gets more tricky to take care of that. It's easier to kind of just, you know, mow and go, mow and go as you're going through your route. Um, but then when you add on another layer of treating the yards, whether you're doing it at the same time or not, it's still, you're adding another 15, 20 minutes or whatever it is onto that day. And there's just only so many hours in the day. So, uh, uh, my solution was something that s- some folks would probably scratch their heads at, which was and is and has been to train one of my employees who I could I, t- I could tell, uh, again, this is a quality that you don't necessarily, you may have to develop in you're on your own or you may naturally have it like I tend to have. I can kind of identify things in people that I work with, different kinds traits that they have, different skills and weaknesses and where I can place them in certain areas, give them certain tasks and so on. I, I was always like that in retail. You know, kind of knew this person to be good as a cashier. This person might be a good leader that we can promote in the future. This person might be good in the, in the stock room doing that kind of stuff. This person would probably really be good at customer service. And I mean, that just takes some time. I have to work with the people to kind of feel them out. Um, but then I just adjust and pivot and I put people, in the right role that will make them the most successful, which will ultimately help me and the team and ultimately the business. And 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 that's the approach that I've always had. And that's still continuing the approach I have now because I identified one of my employees that is... I thought would be really good for being a fertilize a fertilizer technician, you know, to treat yards. I can pay him more, which would be good, right? Hopefully help retain him because he's he'll get paid more as a as a tech because he'll be trained and certified and all that to be able to do that. Uh, as well as I felt like he had the mindset and the willingness to want to do that. And I obviously talked to him about that, and he agreed and actually said that he would prefer to do that over mowing. And again, those of you that have been in this industry for any length of time, yourself, you know know within yourself that you have certain preferences and things that you like to do and don't like to do. And if you've been on social media for any length of time, you've probably, or just uh, networked with your local peers, you probably have experienced the same thing that some people like certain things, right? Not everybody likes to mow. Not every, not every business owner wants to mow lawns. They might prefer laying down patio pavers or building retaining walls, you know, or doing landscape design and th- things like that. And vice versa, some people might love mowing and Don't want to do anything that has to do with hardscaping or landscape designing and plants and all that kind of stuff. They just want to mow and treat yards or just mow and do some, you know, landscape maintenance like trimming bushes and things like that. And that's it. So everyone kind of has their preferences. And that's what makes it so, um, you know, so easy to get into this business and have so many opportunities to do different things. Uh, so, You know, the same thing applies to your employees, not every employee, whether you hire them to mow lawns or not, and to be part of your mowing crew, or you hire them to be part of your hardscaping or your landscape design build crew or whatever it is doesn't necessarily mean that you know that they really want that. I mean, they may have thought that they wanted that, and that's why they applied in the first place, or maybe they didn't even really know what they were applying for. They just maybe your applicant your uh, job listing had a, a variety of things listed and they just kind of hoped that, you know, they saw something in there that they preferred and hoped that they'd be a part of that. And so it's really up to you as the business owner or manager of the of the business, whatever role you're at, if you're in charge of the team, it's really up to you to kind of find the right placement for people. Really feel them out. I mean, this is something you can do in the in the job interview if that's your role um, to really feel it out and see where what they might prefer the most, and, and in addition to what you may need. Um, but the the thing that most people that I feel do wrong in this is they find they just. They have a need, and then they find people and just stick them in that in that role that they have a need for, whether it's a good fit for them or not, if you understand what I what I'm saying. So back to my example, my employee when I when I sp- spoke to him, this specific employee kind of told him my vision and what I thought you know of would be a good thing and you know a good plan and how how I could see him and, and what he preferred or what I thought he'd be good at. And he agreed. And like I said, he said he preferred doing that versus mowing. So right there, imagine if I never had that conversation with him and I just kept him on the mowing crew for the unforeseeable future. Uh, you know, didn't get any significant pay increase. I mean, obviously, I'm going to give people increases as time goes on for performance and things like that. Which I, you know, everyone should do that. Every job does that to some degree or another, some better or worse. Um, But it wouldn't be the same as being a technician because now you're getting trained and certified. So now you have elevated skills that you should get paid for. So that's different than just mowing and trimming and edging. I mean, that's a little more basic, not as skilled work or labor as, you know, a a fertilization and weed control technician or hardscape, you know, uh, hardscape pavers and that kind of uh, skill that you have to learn and get certified to use different types of equipment, things like that and so on. But, um, so he, he wouldn't, he really get a, uh, necessarily getting the same kind of increases if you stay with the mowing crew and he ultimately didn't enjoy that as as much as some other opportunities. So he might not necessarily stick around as long either. Now again, no one can predict the future. No one's gonna say that making him a fert tech is gonna make him stick around forever. I mean that's that's not his game plan. We had this whole conversation, he and I, and he's in college and his goal isn't to be a lawn and landscape, you know, provider for the rest of his life. It's just something he enjoyed doing before college and wanted to continue doing it through college so that he could pay his bills and pay his way through college. But he's going to college for um, automotive to be an automotive technician, you know he wants to be a mechanic and do things like that. Maybe have his own shop one day and so on. I'm definitely not going to hold him back from those goals. I'm going to help him in any way that I can, while at the same time he's helping me grow my business. And he even said you know even though i'm not going to be sticking around for for too long after i graduate college you know i still want to obviously have a job until i kind of get my foot in the door in the automotive world and kind of get get things going where i feel stable with that but in the meantime i still want to stick with this and if if i'm in this technician role, I can kind of build that role up for you and then you can find someone else to replace me in that role and I can help train them and all that so I can help build this position for you. And I thought that was really uh, great and insightful and eye opening uh, for him to say that and I definitely agreed and I was on that the same page with that as well. so I it, it's just a, just opening up this conversation with him was just a, a huge eye-opening great experience because it just it just kind of elevated everything for all of us like I got to know him a little bit better I got to get more I felt more respect uh, for him he felt more respect for me uh, we it, it, was just, it was just like a great work experience and conversation you know uh, that great leadership conversation really empowering him to, to give more, him him more responsibility and think outside of the box and and come up with different things, uh, opportunities that he could potentially get into and make him want to work for me and with me, uh, even more versus if I just, you know, kept him on the mowing, on the mowing crew. So th- this is where people are, are kind of like, you know, I I don't know why you're doing that because doing this, because what, what I wanted to do is get him trained and certified and send him out to, uh, treat the yards while I'm with the mowing crew mowing versus sending him out with the mowing crew to mow lawns while I'm out treating yards by myself. That would kind of be the easy way, right? The ideal way, the traditional way. Most people like, oh, well, I'll just as the owner and the manager or whatever, I'll, I'll do that and let the guys mow lawns. But everything that I said prior, you can kind of see why that wouldn't be the best fit because one, he prefers and would and I know that and then he he's would do a great job doing the the treating of the yards versus being on the mowing crew, you know, versus making him a crew leader and him just driving around and, you know, just knocking out these yards with whoever that wouldn't be as job fulfilling and rewarding for him as it would be to drive around treating yards on his own, knocking out his own routes as a fert tech. Like some of the larger companies in my area, that's what they have. They give a guy a truck and they just go out there and they spray yards, they spread whatever they got to spread. They they take care of the yards throughout the year and they have their own route. They take care of the customer questions if they have any while they're there and so on. And they just own it. And it's very empowering. It's kind of almost like you're your own solo uh, owner-operator to that, to to the degree of where you own that route. So, from my perspective, on a smaller scale, I wanted to find a way to get past you know the roadblocks that I was having with me being able to get out there um, and and treat yards by myself while the guys are mowing because I have not found that crew leader and ultimately I do want to have a crew leader. I mean, obviously, for 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 those that don't know, I want to have a couple of crews, uh, mowing crews, um, and, and and have them be self sustained, crew leaders, and so on. And I'm just more in the background, helping, supporting them, customer service, keeping the the routes full, you know, with with customers and. Uh, keeping all, everything running smoothly, equipment and so on and so forth, all that kind of managing from behind the scenes and not being in the truck all day, every day, like I still am now, which I do enjoy that, but I can only grow so far if I'm stuck in the truck every day. So as the owner operator that wants to be more, um, that wants to grow my business more, which is my goal from day one, have a couple of crews so we can have a nice, sustainable business, Um, give great work environment uh, for those employees that they can support their family and so on. And I can support my family doing something I enjoy as well. But ultimately, that's the goal is to have a couple of crews with crew leaders managing those crews. And I am helping uh, support them in, in all of those other ways. But in the interim, until I can find those crew leaders, I want to continue to grow my company and keep taking on the right accounts, the right clients, keep growing with the right equipment, the right setup, the right route density, um, and 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 not get stopped or slow that progress down because I can't find the right people. So I've identified that I have the right person to so, so I just kinda had to think differently from a leadership role ultimately is is hey, I have identified that I have someone that would be good, would be better at treating yards Than mowing lawns, you know, I enjoy mowing lawns, so I will keep mowing lawns until I can find a crew leader with my guys while I train and get this, uh, this other guy ready to go so that he can be on his own treating yards. And then this way, it won't matter if, you know, Monday through Thursday leaks into Friday, because he will be doing his thing, you know, during the week, uh, when in between the weather or whatever issues, getting those yards treated. So it won't be such a handicap and it won't be so much pressure on like Friday and on the week being perfect for me to be able to get out there on Friday. Like, okay, Monday through Thursday, we got our route done. We're good. Friday, I can spend the day knocking out as much as I can to treat yards and so on. We, you know, that's very, It it has been, history has shown for me that that has been very hard to, you know, to have that situation work out perfectly every time. Hey
1: guys, it's Marty. Let me take a moment and tell you about the Ramp Rack. This is a pickup insert that eliminates the need to pull a trailer just to haul your equipment. It easily installs on any 1500 to 3500 pickup long or short bed, extending the usable space of your bed by two feet. The Ramp Rack's most popular model for landscapers is the PU-200. It has rear window protection and a removable shelf for push mowers and gas cans. You're going to love this. The Ramp and Dovetail have a weight capacity of 2,000 pounds. Made in Maryland, it comes powder-coated and, of course, built to last for years. Here's what I'm asking you to do. Head over to theramprack.com and, of course, save 10% with the promo code LCR. That's theramprack.com, and of course, we'll throw the link in the show notes. LCR not only uses the Ramp Rack, but he gives it his highest endorsement.
0: Kanabi Outdoor Power and Terry's Small Engine are family-owned and operated and conveniently located in Midlothian, Virginia. They can provide you with the latest and best in outdoor power products to make your outdoor living more enjoyable combine this wide array of selections with their friendly and knowledgeable staff and they're convinced kanabi outdoor power and terry's small engine will become your only stop for all of your outdoor power needs go to terrysmallenginerepair.com or click the link in the show notes for locations and more details
1: This is the LCR Media Podcast. Once again,
0: here's your host, Naylor Taliaferro. So the solution to that, like I just spent the last, you know, 15 minutes or so talking about was to find someone else to do that for me so that I could manage the, the mowing crew. So that that's that's the plan. That's what we've been working towards. I have been working on training and developing him, and we've been spreading yards and everything together, treating yards and giving him tips and tricks. And he asked questions and all that, and he's doing a really great job. Uh, so that's the ultimate goal and plan. But last week, everything did work out perfectly. We had, uh, I mean, we, I say that with kind of like, um, I'm not really sure what the right word is, but I say that it, it's good and bad that Everything worked out perfectly because the only reason why it worked out perfectly is because we haven't had rain for weeks. So now the yards are getting dry and crispy, so we're going to have to start skipping yards for mowing. It's going to be challenging to treat those yards and so on. So with that, there's there's that caveat, Right. That, okay, everything worked out perfect because we didn't get any rain, but at the same time, that means it's super dry and we actually need rain uh, to help keep the lawns, you know, green and growing so that we have work to do and we can treat them and so on. Uh, Because if you're treating a dry, crispy lawn, you might do more harm than good, uh, as well as you're not going to, nothing's going to really do anything because it's just, it's not growing. It's just dormant, it's dry and crispy and so on. So, It's kind of one of those things where we do need the rain, but at the same time, that could mess up our schedule where we wouldn't get everything done perfectly. So yes, we got everything done Monday through Thursday, and then I was able to treat yards on Friday, but that's like kind of one of those once in a while situations. And it was only because there were no crazy hiccups or breakdowns of equipment or staffing issues, and there was no rain, which is kind of a bad thing at this point because we've gone too long without rain. Other parts of the country had the opposite, I heard, um, this past week or couple of weeks where they're getting too much rain and they have no way to mow the lawns because it's constantly raining. And then when it's not, the yards are so muddy and they can't get any, any equipment on there. So they're having the opposite problem. So that is kind of like the nature of – the beast, right, of this business is nature. You know, we can't control nature. It either rains or it doesn't. It's hot or it's cold. And we have to fluctuate and pivot and do whatever we have to do to adjust accordingly um, and control what we can control. You know, we can try and can we can control our employees, our equipment, the way we handle things, our attitude, all that Our communication to our customers and employees, we can control that more than we can control the weather, right? We can't control the weather at all. But if we take care of our equipment, we take care of our employees, we stay healthy and rested, uh, we communicate with our customers, you know, all those things we can control um, and and have a better time navigating the uncontrollable weather. Um, But anyway, so just to wrap this episode up, if I wasn't clear, it's easier... It would be easier for me to just make that guy that I've been referring to in this episode, you know, one of my team members, just make him stay in the mowing, maybe force him to be a crew leader and drive the truck and give him an increase for that. But he wouldn't, and while I'm treating the yards, but he might not be as satisfied with that and might not stay around as long versus training him to be a Fertec and give him an increase that way And he actually wants to do that, and he said that he prefers that over mowing, which I would have never known had I not had that conversation with him. So the point is, have these conversations with your team, find out what they want to actually do. You know, some people will say, "Oh, it doesn't matter. I'll do whatever you want me to do, boss." Like, and 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 that's fine. Like, I get that, but ultimately they have preferences too. But for some reason, they were just programmed at some point to not really voice those opinions, I guess. So they just kind of go with the flow, but everyone has a preference. It's just sometimes hard to get it out of them. But usually people will tell you, if you ask them, you know, you get them in the right environment, they feel safe, you know, like, Hey, be open and honest with me. I won't take offense to anything. What do you prefer to do? You know, but also just be observant and see what it is. You can usually tell if they're kind of feeling. A certain way about certain things, you know, you can see what they just seem to excel in versus other things that they might be struggling or taking their time or avoiding. Just, just be really observant and mindful. That's part of being a good leader, as well as asking open questions and, and, and have that open door policy where people can come to you at any time and address their concerns or talk about the future. You know, hey, you know, when are you, is, you know, can, are there, you know, uh, when, when can I get a raise? I mean, to, to put it frankly, I mean, I don't, you know, that there's there's a lot of ways to say that or go about that, but allow people to feel e- uh, at ease to talk to you about that. You know, like maybe they feel like, you know, that they, they deserve a raise or, you know, when are you going to be giving out any pay increases, things like that. I mean, people just want to know what's going on and, and what the future holds for them. They're people and they have goals. They have things that they have to take care of in their personal lives and bills and things like that too. So just be open-minded, be open with your team. That's part of being a good leader. And in today's day in today's day uh, where we have, you know, 2021 now is when I'm recording this and it's a huge demand in services, but very little supply in time and uh, people and labor, it's really hard to find people these days. We we always have a hard time in this industry, any kind of outdoor, whether you're building houses, construction, landscaping, lawn care, all that type of work, it's hard to find and keep good labor, good help for that. Uh, it's always been that way. It's a revolving door. But now in 2021, with everything that we had going on with COVID and everyone being they, being shut down, a lot of different industries being shut down or slowed down and people being laid off and a lot of unemployment and then a lot of unemployment benefits to help keep the economy going and help keep people from, you know, getting, being evicted and all these things, there's so many byproducts that now we are at the point where people don't even want to come off unemployment because they're getting paid just as much or more from unemployment as they would be when they were working whatever job they had. So it's even more difficult to find people just to come to work let alone stay uh, working for us if they find someone else that's going to pay them a dollar or two more an hour. And now they're just so the power is in the employee's court now, like uh, the, the the power is in their hands. The ball is in their court. And uh, it's, it's it makes it tricky now for us uh, business owners. We have to really be creative, but we we also have to be great leaders because we can't all afford to pay you know, some $20 an hour just to come out and mow a lawn, you know, and trim, you know, trim lawns all day and whatnot. So we have to be creative. Uh, how, how, what can we do? Can, can we find a different role for someone that we can afford to pay them more? Because there is a higher margin in turf treatments uh, versus just mowing. There's 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 more margin. You can charge more. There's, uh you know, the material expenses, all that, 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 you know, there's higher prices to charge for that, just like hardscaping and things like that versus just mowing where there's much lower margins, much lower pricing prices people are willing to pay. So where can you get creative so that you can afford to pay someone more and get some more skilled workers in that you can keep uh, so that you can build your team and build your company that way? And if that means you have to be the one as the business owner to still get out there and mow the lawns, but at least you know that the other parts of your business are being taken care of. Because think of it the other way. You know, you're you're out there doing what you think is the more well, it is the more you know, quote unquote, skilled labor, um, doing treating yards and things like that. So you're out there doing that. You're the technically the highest paid employee as the owner. So you're out there doing that while you know you you could be potentially not getting lawns done because you can't find and keep people to to maintain the lawns. So that could be a struggle and be failing, but yet you're treating the lawns fine. Well, why not just suck it up temporarily until we get through the, the tough times right now with staffing, Utilize the staffing you have, like I'm trying to do, to do the things that they want to do. You can afford to pay them more while you slash I am maintaining the lawns at the same time. So this way we can kind of keep the whole business going without it completely falling apart off the rails. We're still both getting, we're getting both things done. So that's just a plan that 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 I have and that I want to share with you guys. Maybe it's eye opening, hopefully for someone, give you some value there, some insightful that it's it's easy to just plug and play people where you want them to be to fill a need. Hey, I, I have I need this role filled so and so, you're just gonna do that. Without even considering what they might want to do, what they might be better at doing and place them that way. Instead of where, where you have a need, where, what is what they need to have? Think about that. So that's, you know, let me say that again. Don't think about placing people where you have a need. Think about placing people where they need to have. So my person needs to have that extra, incentive and uh, we utilize their creative thinking and their mindset for turf treatments versus filling the role in mowing, which is not something that they would rather do over turf treatment. So I um, think considering that versus considering it would be just easier for me, oh, I'd rather do the turf treatments than mow, so I'm just going to stick this guy in mowing, keep him mowing and not train him to do what he actually would prefer to do after talking to him and getting to know him more and giving some different ideas and scenarios and throwing it out there. That's being a good leader, that's good leadership, and it's not always easy. You, but you but it means you're doing the right thing when it's not that easy and you start seeing progress in another way so again I hope that this this brings value to you guys and what I said makes sense if you have any questions or you want some more clarification definitely go ahead and DM me on Instagram either at long care rookie or at LCR media wherever you see this episode uh, posted um, again Definitely leave five-star rating review. I appreciate it. I appreciate all of you guys' time for listening to my podcast episodes and following along my journey with any of my content. This is Lawn Care Rookie, signing off.
1: Mr. Producer here, and if you're enjoying Naylor's podcast, I recommend you head on over to his YouTube channel at LCR and see what else he's doing for the community and become a part of the LCR Media Network. Just click join next to the subscribe button and you'll have instant access to exclusive training videos, a private Facebook group to network with other members and live streams with Naylor. You'll get access to every YouTube video before anybody else does, and you can even schedule Zoom one-on-one video calls with the Lawn Care Rookie and talk about anything you may need help with in your business, like best types of equipment, going part-time to full-time, how to get the best route density, finding your ideal clients, finding employees, or just anything else you need help with. Again, all of this exclusive access is for LCR Media Network members only. Just click join next to the subscribe button on the LCR YouTube channel and be a rookie for life. This has been an LCR Media and Mr. Producer production.